Hello, friends. Welcome to the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where we explore how to remain nimble and stay hopeful in the crucible of adversity and uncertainty. I'm your host, J.R. Briggs, founder of Kairos Partnerships. Today's episode is going to be different than before. We are going back in the vault over the dozens of episodes that we've had, and we're going to be re-airing one of my favorites. We've gained a lot of new listeners since this was first released, and we want to give these new listeners a chance to hear uh, if they haven't gone back through our catalog. Even if you've listened to this already, we have heard from many listeners recently who are feeling tired and worn out, and we feel that this topic would be a great reminder of the importance of replenishment. Enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 32 of the Resilient Leaders Podcast, where a growing community of leaders hold the bone-deep conviction that resilience in leadership is not simply a good idea, it's absolutely required. This is your host, J.R. Briggs, and I'm encouraged that our community of listeners is growing. And if you're new to the podcast, welcome. On this podcast, we have a laser-like focus of equipping leaders to become more resilient in how we think, in how we live, and how we lead, because resilience is the most important trait for leaders moving forward in this new reality where there's so much uncertainty. We can't know the future, but we can be ready for anything, ready to adapt and pivot, change, and be fully prepared. Now, a simple four-word definition of resilience for those of you who are just joining us, and it's this, bend, but don't break. Bend, but don't break. And that's what we need in times when things seemingly change multiple times before Tuesday each week. As spiritual director Mindy Caliguire said, smart people working harder is not the answer to this pandemic. Let me say that again. Smart people working harder is not the answer to this pandemic. Instead, we've got to be healthy. This is not just about action items, to-dos, and next steps. That's part of it, but we have to go inward too. We can't be resilient if we are not healthy, and we cannot be healthy if we do not do the sometimes difficult yet always necessary inner work of a leader. This is why this is so crucial for leadership. You can fake it for a while, but it will eventually catch up to you. Now, the very wise Parker Palmer said, the leader has a special responsibility to pay attention to what's happening inside of himself or herself, lest the act of leadership do more harm than good. Now, for those of you who have been journeying with us, remember in episode 11, when we talked about pacing ourselves and we don't know how long the race is going to be, and remember how I've reminded and challenged you all that we are in this for the long haul? Well, we need to talk about limitations and replenishment cycles. We need to talk about a replenishment plan. Now, let me give you the inconvenient truth. You have limitations. You are a leader. And as a leader, you can view this in one of two ways. You can see your limitations as a curse or as a blessing. You will get tired. You will get drained. You have already. You can't do it all no matter how hard you try. And that's why we need to have the mindset of sprint, then take a break. Sprint, then take a break. You were not meant to go, go, go and never stop. It's impossible for you physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. You are not programmed to do that even though you may try. If we all have limitations, then we all need replenishment. And therefore, we all need to know our own replenishment cycles 
and we all need to develop a replenishment plan. There are four categories, which I just mentioned a moment ago. Four categories I want us to focus on here, physical, emotional, intellectual, and spiritual. Yes, of course, we have more elements to our lives. And yes, of course, we don't want to compartmentalize each of these areas. We are all integrated people for sure. But for the sake of this episode, I want us to think in this framework with these four categories. But let me start by asking you a few questions to reflect upon. When are you at your best? When were you at your best when you were doing, and what were you doing in that moment or that season of life when you were thriving? When are you most depleted now? And when you have felt depleted in the past, what were you doing in that moment or in that season of your life? When have you felt most fully alive and flourishing spiritually, emotionally, intellectually, and physically? And why in those times, what practices, what rhythms, what uh, things were happening in your life that cultivated that for you? Now, it's hard to believe that summer's almost over. We are leaning into the fall and we are bound to be hit with more uncertainty, more changes, more pushback, more criticism, more hate mail in your inbox, more misunderstanding, more intensity. You will be in need of replenishment. If not, it's not if, it's when. It is not if, it is when. So when you need replenishment, what's your plan? You don't have one? Well, let's create one today because you can't depend upon other people to do that for you. You must choose to do that for yourself. Now, let me say this as directly as I possibly can. Do not wait until it's too late. Don't wait until you've burned out and then you check out and lean out and flame out. And you go numb and become resentful and bitter. And then you quit your job saying you can't take it anymore. Start developing your replenishment plan now. Creating a plan starts with a simple question. When am I drained and depleted? And what would it look like for me to be replenished? Now, I want to encourage you right now, take out a piece of paper. Yes, take out a piece of paper right now. Go ahead and pause this episode if you need to get a piece of paper. And I want you to draw a circle in the center of that paper with your name inside of it. Then I want you to draw four additional circles, the same size, around your circle, one above you, one below you, and one on each side, kind of a north, south, east, west. In each of those circles, I want you to write one word. In one circle, I want you to write physical, the next one intellectual, the next one emotional, and the final one spiritual, one in each circle. Now, each area is important. But I want to ask you, which of these four categories jumps out at you where you believe you need the most focus and attention right now? What do you need today, this week, by the end of the day on Friday for you to be healthier? They don't need to be huge things, by the way. They can be five minutes or they could take a week or a month or more. But I want to give you an example of this. So if you think about your replenishment cycle or your replenishment plan, you may say this in the physical circle, physically, You may say, I need to go to bed earlier, or I need to go for a walk in nature, or I need to work out, or I need to give myself permission to take a nap on Sunday afternoon because that would replenish me going into a new week. Emotionally, you might say that I need to call a close friend who lives in California, or I need to veg out on the couch or watch a comedian for 45 minutes tonight just so I can laugh, or I need a good cry, or I need to see a counselor. In the intellectual circle, It may be you say, I I need to have a morning, one day a week where I'm not staring at a screen and I need to do analog work instead, 
Or you may say, I need to read a novel at night uh, to just wind my brain down. Or I'm not going to read the news today. Or I'm not going to look at my phone after 8 p.m. Maybe uh, in your spiritual circle, you may say, I need to go for a prayer walk. Or I need to carve out five minutes of stillness and silence. Or I need to ask a friend to pray for me in this intense season of my life and leadership. Or I need to schedule a day away to just be still and listen and pray to make sure that I'm grounded and centered going into the fall. So I want you to do three ridiculously practical things with your replenishment plan. Number one, I want you to take a few moments before the end of the day today to write in your circles what you need for replenishment because you're unique and different than every other leader. So what does it look like for you? So do that exercise, number one. Number two, I want you to share your replenishment cycle with someone else. It could be a friend, a spouse, a coworker. Just share that with someone else about what you're planning on doing. And then number three, I want you to put your piece of paper where you can see it. Maybe it's next to your computer or taped to the bathroom mirror for you to read it when you're brushing your teeth, or for you to see it and put it next to where you place your keys in your house. Wherever it is, I, I think the fact that it is analog, that you can actually physically see a tangible piece of paper will help you think through this further. This will help you in the days ahead, especially as we enter the fall in what is most likely going to be an intense season. You will face limitations. You will get tired. You will feel worn out. Don't be surprised by this. But when this happens to leaders in times of intensity, this is normal. And it is your responsibility to make sure that you work your replenishment cycle. Remember the words of Parker Palmer. The leader has a special responsibility to pay attention to what's happening inside of himself or herself, lest the act of leadership do more harm than good. Well, thank you for joining me today. This podcast is produced by the ever warm and always professional Joel Limbowen at On A Limb Productions. Visit onalimproductions.com to see his great work, including some videos he's produced for me, or you can check out the link in the show notes. Leaders, be faithful, available, teachable, and always hungry. Keep leaning in and learning and develop that replenishment plan for the time that you experience depletion. 